to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach Valerie, we've been talking um, lately about time and uh, like the 10 minute mile. And we had a, I thought we had a uh, member come through and I'm going to probably say it wrong, but she was talking about her run and how she felt about it. But then she kind of challenged it or poo-pooed it a little bit by saying it was a 10 minute mile. And we, we really, we don't have anything against double digits, right? <laughs> can we, can right, we talk about right. that? And that it, it, it's not about the the 10 minute mile that matters. Uh, can you explain that? Sure. And it, you're right. We're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a chat and, and it's interesting. So lately in the, in the literature and like all the running magazines and a lot of the uh, top runners, there's been a lot of discussion on running easy. You should go out. Your long run should be easy. So what does that mean? That's going to be really different for a lot of people. What is easy? So I've been thinking the way we approach it here with RunRx is we, we think of easy as more efficient. And the better I am at something, the easier it is, right? So if I'm right. more efficient in my running, it's going to feel easier. So in the beginning, most of us only can gauge our run by maybe how fast we went, how far we went. So then we start to like judge it. Oh my gosh, I ran this pace. So let's just use the 10, 11 minute mile, the double digits. Right. And people think, wow, why, how can I, why am I only running, watch out, why am I only running this slow? Right. So right. all of a sudden, like our client said, I feel, I felt good in my run, but it was only a 10 minute mile. Right. Well, you just kind of said two different things. And if we're encouraging you to go out for a long run and go by feel, how did it feel? Did your pulse feel light? Did you feel good? Did you feel like you were, you know, holding a nice cadence? That's so much more valuable than how fast it was, or even by the way, how far it was. And so we chat, we always do that to challenge people to say, instead of listening to your watch, listen to your body. That's the only way you're ever really going to connect with if a run feels, let's just use the word easy because everyone's using that. I always tell people there's no such thing. Running is so, <laughs> <laughs> running is a challenge, but the, the challenge should be in your cardio, not in your joints or how you, you know, in your body. That way. Yeah. In the yes. like, oh, I had to push my quads through it kind of mentality. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and honestly, most people do find that they get injured either by trying to run faster or longer. Right. As soon as someone adds, tries to change, you know, because then they do what they change really their movement. Right. That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask, like, what is it? Is it that they're, uh, is their head now possibly moving in front of their body, which is moving, changing the alignment because they're trying to speed up? Um, is it that they're, uh, like longer they're, they're taking their body beyond what it's capable of holding that alignment, you know? So now they start getting tired and going back into those old movements. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's exactly right. And what's interesting is really that's what running is, is balancing a bowling ball 
Yeah, <laughs> that's really how I've been thinking about it is it's seriously like if you think of having a pot on your head and you're trying to run with the water in the pot and not spill the water out of the pot. Like, because that's what, yeah. you can't be bouncing, right? You got to be, yeah. and you got to hold it there so it doesn't lose it. And in, when you think like that, you think, wow, that's difficult. Well, not if you are efficient in your movement, not if you keep your, your legs, your ankles, you know, hips and shoulders in line. It makes actual perfect sense if you think, if you can get your, your body to hold that. Well, and it's interesting. I actually um, know a runner. He grew up in Africa and he had to run before school, 10 miles, five miles out and back to get water for the day. Wow. So so not only did they race each other, but then they also couldn't spill any water. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, imagine, and they would hold it on their head. They would hold the water on their head. Uh, But that's it. It's it's a really fun um, game to play, right? Balance my head. Well, but let's get back on the topic. Right. When we start to run guys, and and a lot of times this is important when a lot of people sign up for a race to motivate them to run. So then already in your mind, you're thinking I should be running maybe faster. Right. And hear about people like, oh, I went out for an easy 10 miles and you're, you're out there struggling and, you know, for your run. One of the best things about running is that running is running is running. It's not that running changes now that I'm running longer. Now running changes because I'm running faster. And so the efficiency of your movement of running will improve if you work on getting more efficient in running. And the fun part is it's a mixture. It's not just uh, running more that's going to make you better at running. In fact, it's actually working on your running movement that makes you better at running. And for a lot of us, just talking about that bowling ball situation, how long can you really hold your upper body in line? You know what I mean? Right. Like that's what, that's what we teach you guys. When we're doing our clinics and everything, we're working on you being able to hold your body in balance. And just like Caroline said, the more efficient you get at doing that, you will of course be able to run longer and you'll be able to run faster. So then instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not where I want to be yet. Or if you're not where you want to be yet, then the first thing we're going to say is, okay, let's work on your line hold and maybe have you work more in an interval style run if that's really your goal to get faster. But honestly, what you'll find is once you start working on your balance hold, your runs really do get, let's use that word, easier. Right. And that goes back to what you were saying. You have people that that you work with that um, are running truly efficiently. They're looking, they're looking great in their run, but because of where they are in their journey, they're maybe at 10 or 11 quote unquote minute mile, but that doesn't mean that they're running incorrectly. That doesn't mean that they're, uh, that they're not going to progress and get better. It's just that where she is right now, right. That, that doesn't mean 11, 10 or 11 minutes doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Now, and here's, and here's, what's really cool because when you do learn with us, like we encourage, we start everyone with interval style. We don't mean intervals like on a track with a clock. We mean interval as a time, you know, like we want you to run for 10 meters. We want you to run for 20 seconds. And in the beginning, when people first start learning their movement of running, it's like learning how to, it's like relearning how to walk again. It's the strangest feeling. Mm -hmm. And we really do. We teach people how to play with your balance for speed. And a lot of people in the beginning are running faster than they were running before they started with us. However, they realize, and I keep telling them, it's for little short spurts, but those little short spurts 
build your cardio, build your muscle tendon elasticity. And if you keep progressing that way in your practice drills, then all of a sudden when you're running your longer runs, you'll, you will be surprised at how you will start to run again, more efficiently, also a little bit faster. And it's so much fun to let yourself go through that progression rather than thinking I should already be further than I am, or I should already be faster. (laughs) And you know, right. And then do things like try to pump your arms or something. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, it's a little bit of patience of learning, but it is, you're seeing that more and more of people uh, openly, not openly, but instead of trying to run every run, like your race, you're running your runs by how it feels. Yeah. It's going to start to feel better. So, and that's our challenge for you guys this week is to, uh, don't get bogged down if you're in those double digits, right? Let's let's have you go out and feel that run and have it be feel good or feel ah or whatever it's going to go through. But let's let's evolve our feeling and worry less about the time because obviously the less time you spend on the ground, the better off you're running. You, you know you're going to get faster, you're going to get better, and that's the whole point of RunRx. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit.